now okay we started hello everyone my name is Gideon Mashava and welcome for one more episode of World Class Designers Podcast uh, today my guest is Daniela Maltronado hello Daniela hi Gideon how are you thank you for inviting me I'm good uh, beside of the situation that we're living today uh, <laughs> I think I'm good okay wonderful like, what about you I'm great yeah, I'm just doing great. Staying at home, at home and I am having fun being here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, Daniel, tell us your full name and um, what you do for a living. Okay. My full name is Marta Daniela Maldonado. Don't call me Marta, please. And just <laughs> Daniela. <laughs> and what I do for a living is I am an instructor. I teach 3D modeling and I am teaching a course in design thinking for social innovation. And I also do freelance works like as independent uh, in UX strategy and most of it because I like I am not like a design strategist, no, focused on user experience. Uh, so tell me, uh, I, you, know, you work as a designer, right? So why you decide to study or do design and what is your background exactly? Okay, um, first of all, I, I did an undergraduate program in mechatronic engineer and I find it fascinating fascinating but like there's there was something missing like I missed the human approach so I did a master in design and here in the in Colombia in the school where I started it is like just design and during your your I don't know like the path of your studies you can focus on interaction um, editorial uh, strategy and so on. So yeah, I started the master and at the beginning I thought that I was going to do like interactive spaces, I don't know why. And then when I met all of the, all of the, the design, you know, like paths that you can take, I found like product design very passionate, very passionate. And also interaction design, I, I could I could like work on that in digital interfaces. So I thought that that was like a great a great work to do after I graduate. Okay, that's fascinating. Well, why <laughs> yeah. you do mechatronics? Um well like I don't know if in other countries it happens the same. But like here in Colombia, you, when you are at high school, people like doesn't guide you very well in the process of choosing what to study. So I, I was very, I don't know how to say that, but I had uh, like a very strong discipline starting. So all my, all the subjects that I take, I had like great, uh, like great grades. I, I don't know how to say that. And and the teachers told me like you can do everything because you are good at everything so i was like okay thank you for guiding me that good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was very confused at the beginning because i wanted to study design but my parents were like no that is 
it is not going to give you money for living. So I started another thing and I was really good at like programming. I had some kind of programming during high school at math and I was like, okay, programming and math, that will be an engineer, engineer program, engineering program. And yeah, I decided mechatronics because it also had technology and I didn't have like enough information at the beginning about the about the program and when I started to studying it I figured out like the big challenge it it was. So yeah, it was very challenging for me. Also because engineering is like a mainly uh sorry program and it was like 44 people in total and of those people only three girls uh, were admitted to the program so it was challenging because it was like manly and also because like my school was private and in private schools you don't see like technical knowledge like in programming yeah like I, I had an introduction to programming but other people from public schools like have like have like really good skills in programming and mechanics and I felt like really lost about it so I also learned how to how to study by myself and that was great because it has worked for me a lot during my career. No, nice. That is, is a, you're a multi-skilled designer here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. Is what you what doing right now what you what you expected? Um well like at the beginning I started designer dreaming that I can make a mixture between design and engineering. Um but in Colombia it's very difficult that people um find it valuable that you have both but like skill sets. So I started like working in design. I first I made some freelance in graphic design because well, like, you know, uh, that is something like uh, all designers do at the beginning, I think so. And, and then I started applying to applying to, to jobs in strategic design because in the master, there was that was something I learned and here in Colombia like there are two uh, I don't know like two paths that you can take as a designer first as an as an strategic designer like service design and so on and second as a UX or UI designer of course there are more but you can find more jobs in those two areas so I applied to a job as a strategic designer knowing was well like only the experience that I had during the master was was what I knew about strategic design and it was very challenging challenging for me because we had like very big companies working with us I was I was working as an innovation consultant and yeah like I was I was facing these clients and I was like oh my god what I am doing here I am an engineer and I don't know if I am if I can make it it was it was very hard hard as well but I learned a lot I could see how design thinking 
could be could be used in a work environment and I can I could see how the methodology really works in in an innovation project and I learned a lot as I told you but at some point I was like I miss the technical challenges that I faced during engineering because design is um, a work of being creative of thinking of analyzing but you don't face like the technical ch challenge that you face when you are programming and you're like oh my god this is not working i don't know what's the what i am missing or what mis which mistake did i did i do when i was coding so i missed those kind of things and i started to building uh, a career focused in in, in what I would like to do for my for my future. Also, um, in consultancy, like the purpose is business. The purpose is a, a strat, uh, an strategy in business. And sometimes for me, it was a little bit troubling because I was like, uh, uh, like I am not doing something for the people. I am doing something for a company to to have like more money but what about people is that do people need this product do people need this service they have like biggest needs needs and i am not i am not satisfying it so i built um the course that i told you in design thinking for social innovation looking to start a career in social innovation like in any kind of of areas so yeah i started the course like to to gain some experience in that field and then i started to look for opportunities in which i could i could make like a change in in people's life to improve them and in many ways um so yeah like after that like when I was applying to different kind of jobs, I was looking for also the purpose of the company. I can relate. Uh, so tell me, Daniela, is what do you know today that you wish you knew before? Well, that's a very tricky question. Mm, I would like to to feel more confident about what I know because I don't know like sometimes when you are in a country like Colombia you feel like all of the people around the world are better than you and when I started to go abroad uh, to attend to conferences in design I found out that yes I have more things to learn but like my background and all the skill set that that I have today are very valuable uh, to a competitive like market in in some fields in design and also in engineering. So maybe because I wasn't that confident, uh, like I don't know, two or three years ago. I didn't took risky decisions about my career and I was always like, you know, like saying yes to everything because 
that was what I deserved. And when when my career changed and I started to to follow the purpose, the social purpose, um, I figured out that I had the all the skills and the abilities and the cap capabilities to start a career on that and and you know like that was what I deserved so today I feel more confident and yeah that's it mm, I see yeah so and again I think I can relate like I had okay. the same issues <laughs> that's great it's good. yeah like that is one of the reasons that I've created this podcast like world class designer is more about trying to give people confidence that Uh, on one side, trying to inspire them to become global, but also showing that, you know what, those world-class superstar designers, they don't know much as you do. So you can do that also. Okay, yeah. Like, when I had conversations with, with people who work for big companies, like, you can see that it's the experience what shapes you. And that's why you have to feel confident about what you know, because if you don't feel confident, you are not going to to be in a job that improve your experience. And yeah, it is not about a study program made in Colombia or made in another country like United States or a country in Europe. Uh, it is more what what you have done with that knowledge and with that with the experience that you are gaining um so yeah like like i feel that sometimes we don't we don't we don't feel comfortable with being part of of a country like colombia but going abroad uh like opens your mind and you acquire another another kind of thinking about how you perceive your career. No, I see. Uh, like, uh, so, Daniela, to other designers with less experience uh, than you, what would you tell to them, don't do this as a trap? To designers who don't have experience, you mean? With less experience? What would okay. you tell, what, what you, what you would tell them, don't do this as a trap? Okay, first of all, when when you just graduate, of course, you have to acquire some kind of experience in the design field. And sometimes in it's difficult um, at least here in Colombia to get to get a job in what you love. But after you gain that experience, I think that that is like the entrance ticket to your to your whole career career. So my advice for people with less experience is have a purpose in mind. What do you love? Like it, it, it doesn't only have to be like a social purpose like mine, but if you love, I don't know, like video games and you feel that you are very talented on video games, follow it and, and trace like a, like a path to become like the video game designer and I told I tell you this because I think that we don't have to be people who say yes to all of the jobs that comes to our careers mm, because I think that each human has a specific uh, skills has a specific talents 
and if you do what you love and in what you are good at you are going to do it really good but for example if you are a video game designer and if you are in a consultancy uh, firm um, you are not going to do it like that good and that it's going to make you feel that you are not capable capable of of and you are not going to be confident and that it's going to be very difficult for you later to believe in yourself to believe that that it's what you like so for example my biggest dream is to work for for example bill and melinda gates foundation and making progress uh, projects that solve weak problems that is my biggest dream but if I apply like right now and I have done that to those companies I don't have like the experience that they require for for working there so I need to to build the path together that's why I, st I built my design thinking social innovation course because if I didn't have a job in social innovation I at least I will give a course in that and later my next job is going to connect me to a social purpose and then I, I will start to acquire more experience in social innovation design until I have like enough experience to apply for a job in there and be valuable to work in a company like that. So yeah, just to, just to recap is like trace the path to follow your purpose and have a purpose in mind, in your mind. Okay, nice. Uh, it's really like sometimes I feel that I have to wait to digest what you said because it's, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, it's a lot in terms of content per se. Uh, like uh, Daniela, tell me, there is another way. Do you think there is a way, is alternative ways to study design without going to a design school? Mm, well, like currently, I feel like education is going through um, an interesting moment because, for example, in here, you don't find like user experience program in master on the, or in postgraduate or undergraduate programs. And all the information and the information that you get is on the internet. So. I think that going to a design school is useful to give you like reputation um, for getting a job, <clears throat> but I think the knowledge you can get it on the internet, for example, specific in user experience in Interaction Design Foundation, you can find a lot of courses for an affordable price. Uh, it's price, okay. Uh, so yeah, like, like yeah, you don't have to go only to a top design school. You can, you can study on the internet. I think that it is the best source of information. And as soon as you get a job in in that field, and as you start your career, like you have your entrance ticket to build a career in what you love. So yeah, I think that. You have to think very uh, strategic in 
in terms of building your career. Uh, what I think is that you have to have the knowledge and the interest ticket that is the first job that you get. No idea. Uh, so, how do you think the future of design looks like? The what? Sorry? How do you think the future of design looks like? What do you mean with future of design? Ah, the future, the future okay. of design as a field. How do you think things are going to change in the future? Okay. Um, like in this situation, like the current situation of, of the coronavirus spreading around the world, I think that design is going to look more for people, like beyond people and it started and it's going to start thinking about the planet. I think that human-centered design, yeah, it's important, but planet-centered design is going to be like the next methodology that is going to be like in the foundations of each, each work and each study program. I think that design is facing a very challenging um, like moment and it is because, yes, we are creating solutions and we are creating solutions that I think it, that are thinking about people, but those solutions make it, maybe are damaging our planet and making bad things also to other people that we didn't consider. And I know that the ethics are thinking about that, but I feel like that today ethics are more are something like values and good things that you should do, but people are not really thinking about it. So the future of design definitely in a moment like this um, is going to be a design that thinks about all of the of the life cycle of the products that we create and also the services and i think that it is going to change the ways we are like interacting with our planet mm, I see. that's that's a really a broader way to see things like a very interesting perspective yeah, I think that, I that that's we need. Like, if you think right now and you you see all of the news saying like nature is is taking a breath of of humans, like you can see that we have to change the way we interact with the planet, and that is not only because I have a a purpose in social innovation and so on. But it's also because it's the place where we are living and it is impossible that we don't think to also consider that that stakeholder called planet in all of the design process. Mm, okay, like having the, I really like, I think that's going to be the title of the podcast, having the planet Yeah, wonderful, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, like, could you define design in one word? Well, William, you have really interesting questions. Mm. I will say challenge. It's the okay. definition of design, yeah. 
So why why challenge? Because because like designers are problem solvers, and I don't call designers only to the people who have like um, who have started design, but also who people who solve any problem in any way. Just that they don't have like the methodology to to explain how do they get to that solution but every problem solution is a design process and it's a challenge because when you face a problem uh, at first sight you don't know how to solve it and you have to figure out how to start from point A and get to point B so yeah it's a challenge to figure out uh, which people do you have to include what what is the kind of solution which kind of research you have to do um how are you going to approach to the solution is it going to be physical is it going to be digital is it going to be an interaction um like service or something like that so yeah it's very challenging in each process like Right now, I am uh, the, and I am sorry if I am uh, talking a lot about my design thinking curse, and but it's because it has, it has, teaching me a lot about the design thinking process because I work with people who started economy or politics or um, even doctors or something like that, and you can see that also analyzing the information is very challenging so yeah like all of the process and design are like has a very great challenge behind it mm, nice nice like this is yeah your thought process is completely different like very inspiring i think i've learned a lot i think i have a lot great. of process here <laughs> wonderful <laughs> yeah. Uh, like uh, Daniela, to close, there is something that you expected me to ask you, but I didn't. Wow, Gideon, another, <laughs> another good question. Um, I don't know. Like maybe following the purpose of your podcast. Maybe people is wondering like, yeah, I know you're teaching and design, thinking first, social innovation, but what, what's next? Are you only going to be an instructor or are you going to work for a company or something like that? Um, maybe that's the question that I will have expected. Uh, just because I think that it is very valuable for this podcast to, to tell all about my experience. And I, I, I have to be very honest about it after the curse. The curse um, I thought something like I will, I will jump into a big company or something like that, like that. But like this time, this last two months have, I have learned that it is like a very, a very long process. Like, I, my dream is to jump into a big company like Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. But first, I, I have to get more experience and I have to learn from other work environment, environments. 
So um, I've been applying to, to some companies here in Colombia and I found a very interesting company here that, that look, I, I don't know what's the name of it in English, but basically, basically what it does is, is um, like making good for people in many ways. Like it's a company who have that that has um, hospitals, that has uh, universities, that has like recreation and tourist programs. And if you see all of it, even if they are not like making the social purpose that we imagine uh, or what ideal told us, it is something that is that is going that is doing good for people. So if if quarantine ends and everything like ends good, I am going to start working for that company. And it was, for example, really hard for me to to accept that I will have to stay longer in Colombia because my my biggest dream since I was in Mechatronic was to study abroad or work abroad. But you know, sometimes it doesn't it doesn't work that good and sometimes maybe is is not what you need to do at this time so my suggestion with what i just told you is to of course follow a purpose but also to be open to what to the opportunities that lives that life is giving to you if you have an opportunity that maybe is not your dream opportunity since where, where you were a child or something like that, but that opportunity can make you be closer to your biggest dream, follow it. And also, you don't know what is going to come, you don't know how much you will learn in that place. And I think that, that what is more important about building your career. It, it, it is not only um, a process of gaining expertise expertise, or gaining knowledge, it is also a process of self-reflection in which you find uh, what do you like the most, what passionates you, because yeah, sometimes you can be good at some job, but you don't enjoy it. And I think that you should do what you enjoy and what you love and yeah I was going to say something else and also there is something that helped helped me a lot and is it was established good connections uh, with people like for example I started to attend to design conference specifically the IXDA conferences since 2018 and in there i can you know like expand my vision i can connect with people that i admire and it helped me to see like um, people to follow people to admire and to understand like i admire that person because i want to follow uh like he, his or her career path so it makes you like focus in what you love and it makes you find out what you like. Okay.
fantastic Daniela <laughs> yeah that's fantastic it's a really inspiring like uh, interview I think like uh, our listeners gonna love it okay wonderful I am really that, that that I could make a great contribution and yeah I am not an, a native English speaker and you know like here in Colombia all of the time you speak in Spanish so sorry for for English mistakes that I made but no way like it's been really well <laughs> okay okay thank you but yeah like it's it's great to share to, to share your experience because because you are not sharing it only for for people in I don't know Uh, your city or my city but also a lot of people around the world are going to listen to it and I think that it's very valuable nice really nice uh, so Daniela where can people find you online? Uh, well on LinkedIn you can find me by Daniela Maldonado and wait a second because I, I am not sure about the usernames Yeah, it's Where? like Daniel, Daniela Maldonado on LinkedIn. Okay. Oh, on LinkedIn, yeah, like I don't have Twitter and to be honest, my Instagram account is very, very personal. Like I don't share anything about my, my career. Uh, so yeah, if you want to meet the professional Daniela, LinkedIn, if you want to meet the personal uh, Daniela, the human being behind me, Um, my Instagram username is Martu M V, and do you spell it like M A R T U M V? And that's it. Okay, great, uh, Daniela. Really, thank you for your time, and this is a really fantastic interview. I really like it. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. And if you did, don't forget to share with your friends.